hello and welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, this podcast is all about relationships and how we can make them better or form new ones that are more effective sometimes than we have in the past. And arguments can get in the way of relationships. They can hurt relationships, particularly if we, if anyone loses a temper or comes out lashing out against someone, things can get kind of bad in a hurry. So, uh, when I was serving, for example, as department chair at the university, one faculty member began to argue with me in a department meeting. It was it was a bit of, I would have to say, it was like a frontal attack. But I had a hard time understanding why he was saying what he was saying. He thought I was taking the department in the wrong direction, that my vision for the department was totally counter to his. I'm not sure what I said after the attack, but following the meeting, I went to his office and said, Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not sure why you're pushing so hard against me because I believe that I actually agree with your vision of the department. Then I went on to describe my vision so that he could see how it coincided with his views. He sat back in his chair and said, Wow, I had no idea. It's my bad. It's my fault. I'm at fault, not you. I did not understand what you thought. Then we had a productive discussion about how we could both work together toward a shared vision of the department. So the argument ended and productive discussion began, and the relationship was strengthened, not weakened. So a recent article caught my eye about phrases we can use to stop an argument. Arguments can damage relationships, and when relationships suffer, everything and everybody suffers. The organization suffers, the family suffers, whatever we're a part of. When arguments get heated and people are a little bit out of control because they're so upset, relationships worsen. So, I like this article, and if you want to read the whole thing, its title is 15 Phrases to Effectively End Any Argument, According to Psychologists. article is by Shelby Deering, D-E-E-R-I-N-G. Now, I'm going to take the liberty of abbreviating some of these phrases and modifying a few to make them more useful. Some of them seemed redundant to me, and so I've combined some of them, and so I will offer nine phrases to help us stop an argument. First phrase, I understand where you're coming from. Okay, so I used that a little bit with this faculty member when I was uh, trying to come to some meeting of the minds in his office following the argument, and it helped. I was showing him that his view was not so different than mine as he thought. So, number two phrase, let's agree to disagree on this one. Okay, now this is, sometimes I use this, but I I don't know that I've used this very often myself, but it can help when there are things that make it impossible for you to agree with the other person. We can say, let's agree to disagree on this one, and let's go on with our lives. Number three, I appreciate your perspective. I like this phrase, because When you say, I appreciate your perspective, you're saying, I understand your view. I understand you as a person, and I understand what you're saying. That always helps, because one of the reasons people get into arguments is because they do not feel understood. Number four, which is a little bit similar, but it says, I hear you. Just a simple phrase. And then the argument could end, because the person who's on the attack could say, oh, you do? 
you you hear me and I and I can say yes I hear you I understand very important number 5 I think we should discuss this at another time there are times when we ought to take a time out if an argument is going on and on we should say okay let's stop right now and let's cool down and let's take this on this issue on at another time number 6 we may not agree and that's okay. Sometimes we are with people whose views differ from ours very substantially on any issue, and it's okay for us to say, okay, we may not agree, and that's okay. I'm okay with you. The relationship is more important than whether or not I agree with you on every single point. Number seven, it seems like we've been focusing on the problem. Let's focus on the solution instead. Now, I like this phrase a lot. Let me say it again. It seems like we've been focusing on the problem. Let's focus on the solution instead. With that faculty member, he was focusing on a problem in the department that he saw. He thought that I was exacerbating, when actually we should have been focusing on solutions because problems are always there. And, you know, as President Hinckley used to say, a cynic never contributes. A critic does not help. This is so important for us in our families and in our workplace. I remember as a young father, we would be at the kitchen table. Some child would bring up a very serious issue, a very serious complaint, and say, I don't like the way we do this. I don't like this or that. I would say, we want to hear about your feelings and your problems, but we want you to suggest a solution if you're going to complain about something. Otherwise, no complaints. If we're going to complain, then let's together figure out a solution. Identifying a problem is very, very simple, very easy. And so people love to do it. But we really need to focus on solutions. And that's what brings people together. Focusing on problems oftentimes just brings people apart, divides them. So that number seven again, it seems like we've been focusing on the problem. Let's focus on the solution instead. I love this phrase. Number eight, this is what I'm hearing you say. Is that correct? Now, this is kind of like the faculty member too. You know, if, if he could have said that to me, um, then I could have said, no, it's, it's not the way uh, you're seeing it. You're seeing me as being totally opposed, and actually I'm not. So, Let's get clear what we actually think. Let's say, this is what I'm hearing you say. Is that correct? You're checking your perception, your understanding. Number nine. Now, this is a very important kind of culminating one. Our relationship is more important to me than being right. I remember uh, Bruce Hafen when he was uh, provost of BYU. He said, there are a lot of people who are more interested in being certain than they are in being right. This is a problem that happens often in arguments. People may not have all the facts, they may not understand the issue as well as you do, and so they keep pushing their point to show you how certain they are that they're right. In fact, they may not be right after all. They may have the facts misunderstood, etc. So, at number nine again, our relationship is more important to me than being right. 
Okay, I'm just going to repeat these again, just to kind of key in your mind these nine phrases that I think could be very helpful. Number one, I understand where you're coming from. Number two, let's agree to disagree on this one. Three, I appreciate your perspective. Four, I hear you. Five, I think we should discuss this at another time. Six, we may not agree, and that's okay. Seven, it seems like we've been focusing on the problem Let's focus on the solution instead. Eight, this is what I'm hearing you say. Is that correct? Nine, our relationship is more important to me than being right. So my hope is that if you use any of these phrases to stop arguments or to turn them into a different productive direction, I hope that you can see how relationships could be strengthened by this. Hope this is helpful, and we'll see you next time.